Pirates versus Tyrants. This is the Tom Wren Show, where we practice piracy on the enemies of freedom and liberty. Welcome to the show, everybody. So I've got a question for you. What do uh, FBI mole named One Eye, Dr. Gail Loft, Cat Turd, and the next pandemic have in common? Well, you're about to hear. Uh, and I got to be honest with you. Anytime I can open the show and talk about Cat Turd, it makes me happy. I mean, this guy has gotten famous and his, his, uh, his thing is Cat Turd. I talk, he and he owns it. He's like in the litter box with cat turd. You know, I mean, I just I, I and I like the guy. Like I don't know him, I don't know cat turd, but cat turd is a funny dude to me. I like his stuff, and I get a huge boot out of him. But anyways, uh, cat turd, Gale Luft, and uh, the next pandemic. Well, let's try. Let's get started here with uh, Gale Luft and and one eyed uh, mole. Uh, I don't know. His name is One Eye. I don't know some mole. So Gail Luft is uh, one of the whistleblowers. Uh, the, one of the whistleblowers on on uh, Hunter Biden, and Gail Luft has all sorts of good information. Uh, was there has all sorts of credible stuff about Hunter Biden's corruption with China, and there's an immense amount. I mean, I think I personally really uh, I've demonstrated, I've shown evidence, and have evidence that's court level quality. I, there's no reason that Hunter Biden is not being investigated for the creation of SARS-CoV-2 other than the fact that our congressional Republicans are spineless wussies. I mean, there's no question that he was involved in this. There's no question that he, uh, you know, that, that he very much had the possibility of making money off of the creation of this virus. And uh, it's demonstrated by the fact that he hasn't even tried to sue me for defamation for saying that. Uh which, by the way, the truth is a complete defense against a defamation claim. And uh, I would love to see the discovery on that one. Don't anticipate any lawsuits coming in soon, folks. Uh, but I do think that uh, Hunter Biden very legitimately may have made money off of the creation of SARS-CoV-2. Well, Gail Luft, uh, or Gal Luft, he's an Israeli professor and has been you know, hiding and running all over. Uh, ever since he came out, and talked about Hunter Biden's payoffs and buyoffs from China. Well, that's a shock. What a coincidence. You talk about Hunter Biden's corruption, and suddenly you're under uh, investigation and having to run around. And apparently he was uh, arrested in Cyprus uh, because they're claiming he's an arms dealer. Uh, this guy is not an arms dealer. Folks, this has nothing to. This is absolute garbage. All this is is Biden leveraging his criminal enterprise to try and ensure that Gail Wolf goes to jail and can't testify against him and his crooked son, and uh, doing what they do. They use the power of the presidency and you know Biden to to get bought off and to keep people safe and you know to protect their criminal enterprise. It's very much like the mob, right? You know, you screw with anybody in the mob, you gotta you're gonna have a hitman after you. You're gonna pay the price. Well, that's what's happening here, right? So Gail Luft, uh, you know, he fled Cyprus. Uh, he is, you know, they're, they're waiting extradition to the United States on charges of gun running and foreign lobbying, um, which uh, 
I, I believe they were brought those charges in the Southern District of New York. Probably more. I mean, who would have thought there'd be any corrupt prosecutors in New York, right? Uh, anyways, so Luft is being attacked and uh, really persecuted, really hit, really going after him uh, because he's had the audacity to tell the truth about Joe Biden and Hunter Biden's corruption. Let's move to part two, Cat Turd. <laughs> Folks, I, I love Cat Turd. I know I said that already, but I really get a boot out of this dude. Um, so Cat Turd's doing his broadcast, his podcast, is whatever he does. And uh, he is... Well, he was doxxed uh, at one point, and now he was swatted. So, uh, yeah, this article, uh, this article here, uh, talking about online anonymity and the importance of it, uh, is meant to illustrate that. So, Cat Turd's post says, "So, I was swatted yesterday during my podcast. The, the caller pretended to be me and told the cops I've been stabbed, or I've stabbed someone, had a gun, and was going to kill myself." Uh, this is a result of being doxxed over and over by leftist outlets. You can imagine how dangerous this is. I'm okay, blah, 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 right? Well, do you guys know what being swatted is, by the way? Do you know what that is? So the idea is is someone will call the police and they will pretend to be you. They will uh, usually use like a burner phone or say, yeah, there's something fake, right? There's something, yeah. And they will... Uh, Put this stuff out there saying that, you know, the, there's some sort of a violent something going on. So the police have to respond accordingly. Right. So when the police get a call and they say, hey, um, can you come over? Someone stole my lawnmower from my garage. OK, is this is this happened or is it happening? It's happened. It's gone. I don't know where it is. OK, so the cops come over. There's no lights and sirens. You know, it's not an, a, it's not a crazy thing. If the cops get a call and say, hey. Um, I just stabbed someone and now I'm going to shoot myself. Well, when the cops show up, they've got to come in there defensive, right? They've got to come in there. They've got to make sure that they're not going to get shot or stabbed, right? So when they break in, they're not coming in, you know, knocking on the door. Hey, can we come in and talk to you? You know, they're coming in. They've got a reason. They've got to come in full force. Sometimes they come in with SWAT teams. That's why it's called SWATed. Sometimes it just depends on the nature and the police and the response. But, you know, they're coming in in a very, very aggressive fashion because for all they know, there's a very violent situation and someone could be, you know, uh, ready to shoot them. So the cops have to be, uh, you know, respond with aggressive force. And it's a very dangerous thing, right? So if they come in and they think that, uh, you know, Cat Turd's sitting at his computer, they think he's, uh, you know, killed someone and is, you know, ready to kill himself. And, uh, you know, Cat Turd reaches for his cup of coffee and they think he's reaching for a gun. Cat Turd could very well get shot. I mean, this is a really dangerous and serious situation, right? Uh, you know, just naturally, if a cop, they're human. Police are human, right? I know people like to forget that, but they're human beings. And if the boys in blue are coming in and they think they're coming into a situation where someone's going to shoot them, they're going to be itchy. They're going to be on a hair trigger. They're going to be defensive. And it's just really a bad thing from beginning to end, which, I mean, listen. Uh, so I, I, I one time had to go into a house where an attempted murder was occurring and break it up. It was a very unique experience in my life. 
And uh, it was something that was uh, awful. I mean, you don't know what's going to happen. You don't know. I mean, I'm not a cop, but they weren't going to get there. I had to go in. I had to stop. It's a long story, folks. But the very short version of this is it was a terrifying thing. And before I went into that house, you don't know what you're going into. So when a cop goes in, it gave me a lot of sympathy and empathy for these guys that do this for a living. You know, these guys go in. They don't know what they're going into. They don't know who's got a gun, who's doing what. They don't know who's hiding. They don't know who's doing this, who's doing that. Um, they have no idea what's going on. So when that happens, I mean, these guys are really, really, I don't know. I mean, they're on edge. So can you imagine, you know, you're going into this situation, you know, you want to go home to your family, you want to go home to your kids, but your job is to go in to try and protect someone, save someone, whatever. And, uh, you know, you, you know that there are, potentially armed and dangerous and doing this, that, and other. I mean, these guys are going to be very defensive. And that's the thing about this swatting is you've got these guys, they put, you know, they tell these stories intentionally to make sure that the cops are super, you know, on the fence and they're just hoping something goes wrong. And it's could. It's a very dangerous thing. So Cat Turd, you know, he's been doxxed. A bunch of these leftist crews have said, you know, put out who he is. He tried to be just an online anonymous commentator, this, that, and other. But they put out who he is, and they put out where you live, and they put out this, they put out that. And so, you know, he gets swatted. Well, uh, the thing that I want to bring to your attention is what these two things have in common. What do, what do Gal Luft and One Eye have in common with cat turd and uh, and what he's doing. Well, they're all talking about forbidden knowledge, right? Infowars, forbidden knowledge, right? Alex Jones. Uh, it's the same thing that I do, right? I share things that the, the, the globalists, the elite, the bad guys, the guys that hate freedom, I share things that they don't want shared. And that's a problem. That's a real concern for them because when I share these things, what I do is I put them into a situation where they're forced to deal with and address things that they don't want to deal with or address. And the thing that is, is that it doesn't matter what I do. It's what we, the people do. It's the only thing that tyrants fear is we, the people. So cat turd, myself, Alex Jones, all these guys, you know, they, they we're all just speaking truth. And that's a really critical thing because truth and censorship, uh, I mean, these are the weapons of the day, right? We've got truth on one side, censorship on the other. Uh, censorship is about lies and misleading. So these are crucial. Now, what does this have to do with part three? Uh, headline mainstream media ramps up next pandemic rhetoric. Now, this is a story that's about uh, the the terrors of COVID and the new pandemics and the bird flus and the this disease and the, that disease. Uh, they'll all be zoonotic and all because of global warming and they're going to kill everybody and this, that, and other. None of them will have anything to do with gain of function or the fact that they're being released from chemical weapons labs or biological weapons labs around the world. They will all be uh, 100% uh, because of, of climate change. And by the way, luckily for us, they'll have a vaccine for each of them. So what's going on with that? Well, you notice nobody is swatting anyone in the mainstream 
who's talking about these lies. Uh, nobody's suing anyone in the mainstream like Alex Jones. Nobody's arresting anyone in the mainstream like Gal Luft. Nobody is uh, running hit pieces on the mainstream. Uh, but what the mainstream is saying, what the MSM is saying, mainstream media, is completely untrue. They have, they're complete liars. Nothing they are saying is at all true. There is no, there was never a major pandemic. The COVID pandemic was really a pandemic uh, in name only. In fact, I might, I might uh, copyright that. Pandemic is Pino, like Pino Grigio, Pino Noir. I don't know, it's Pino. Uh, is pandemic in name only, hashtag P-I-N-O. Uh, it really, the people that died from COVID died because there was no treatment. There was no early treatment. There was no any treatment. When you got to the hospital, they murdered you. I mean, I have looked at this from every direction and I lost people to COVID. And the people that I lost to COVID were people who were murdered in the hospital. Not because there weren't solutions and not because every doctor in every hospital is evil, but because most of the doctors had no idea what was going on and they just trusted the system. And so they got lied to and they killed their patients. I had people close to me that were murdered. Now, when we consider what's going on here, and we consider that you know the, the hospitals were killing people, uh, COVID itself has a case fatality rate next to nothing, and that's despite all the hospital murders. Uh, you know, there's there was the disappearance of the flu, which leads to the question: Well, um, where'd that go? And if that was accounted for, how many deaths would there be from COVID? I mean, realistically, COVID was a great big nothing burger that was entirely a propaganda machine to sell vaccines that you don't need and that are making you sick. Uh, I, you're starting to see a plan here, folks. Well, this is the thing that, that's, that's going on. If you speak out, if you tell the truth, you get hit pieces. You get swatted. You get arrested. You get all sorts of crazy things that happen. These are, these are things that are happening on a very consistent and regular basis. And these are things that are disastrous. Uh, they're, they're disastrous for freedom. They're disastrous for everything. And uh, it's a real issue, folks. It's a, cri a critical issue. Um, we kind of, for those of us in the alternative media, those of us that are putting out truth, uh, You've got to understand that this is a risky business. Just telling the truth is a risky business at this point. Uh, going out there and talking about the truth. But it's the reason for that is, is that it's everything. So I want to, the last part of this segment, I want to tie this into lawfare, right? So what these, what these things have in common, Gil Louvre, Cat Turd, uh, even Alex Jones and me and the next pandemic, is if you're willing to lie, and promote uh, false, you know, false narratives, and do whatever you can. Then you can be a mainstream media guy. You can get all sorts of money, all sorts of fans, all sorts of people loving you, and you know, life is pretty good. If you're telling the truth, well, you're going to get attacked everywhere. Whether it's sometimes criminally, sometimes I mean, J six, anybody. Um, so it's a very risky and difficult business. And the reason for that is, is this. 
The left understands lawfare, the right does not. I know because I talk to the people who are leading in the right about lawfare and none of them understand it. They, they, I, I'm going to be honest, they suck at it. Everybody thinks that, well, it means just filing suits until you can't afford to defend them. No, no, that's unethical. Lawfare is legal political PR. And the reason PR is such a critical thing is because both legal and political have, are largely, largely influenced by the will of the people. If we the people want to stand for something, we the people will make it happen. We can, we can go so far as to ratify amendments to alter our Constitution if we choose. It always comes down to we the people. The tyrants fear we the people. And so uh, they have to attack anyone who's going to tell the truth. They have to promote liars and attack the truth tellers. That is what's going on. That is the core of this, and that is the moral of the segment, the takeaway. If you tell the truth, you're going to be attacked. You're going to be uh, vilified. You're going to this and another. If you lie, the people who are making money are going to prop you up and promote that lie. I, I need you to go to TomRens.com and support us there. I need you to go to the Rens Law, Give, Send, Go. Give, Send, Go, Rens Law. We need donations. We need 20 bucks a month, 5 bucks a week from every patriot in the country. Please support us. We'll be right back. I'm so confused. I don't know what to do. I'm afraid of going to the hospital. My doctor tells me nutrition doesn't work. Trust is earned. We are the Energetic Health Institute, and we want to earn your trust. Natural medicine, holistic nutrition, detoxification, fasting, cellular healing, and so much more. Remember, the best way to be free is to be healthy. So stop being a patient and start being a student at energetichealthinstitute.org. The pandemic may be over for some, but millions of Americans are needlessly suffering from the long-haul effects of toxic spike protein from COVID-19 and the vaccines. You've heard Dr. Peter McCullough and his team at The Wellness Company discuss the harmful effects of spike protein in your body. And now they found the solution, the miracle enzyme natokinase. Their spike support formula contains natokinase, the most compelling and scientifically supported approach to safely clear spike protein out of the body. What's more, spike support is optimized with other all-natural, non-GMO ingredients, like dandelion root, to help prevent spike protein from binding to your cells. Everyone should take daily spike support so you can feel your best. America Out Loud listeners can go to outloudcare.com today and use code OUTLOUD for 25% off your first order. You wouldn't go a day without brushing your teeth or washing your hands. What about washing your nose? I mean, your nose does filter the air you breathe, air loaded with bacteria, viruses, and irritants. Make nasal hygiene part of your routine with Clear. No messy bottles to fill, no drowning sensation. Clear is a natural drug-free saline with the added benefit of xylitol, which blocks bacterial and viral adhesion. Available in stores and online at clear.com. That is X-L-E-A-R.com. Hey, welcome back, everybody. So let's talk about sex, baby. Right? There's, I think there's a song, uh, maybe an old song. Yeah, something. Okay. Here's the deal. Um, it's an important thing to talk about right now. Why? Why? Well, 
uh, there's a new headline and it's kind of making its round and I'm going to try and make sure that it makes its rounds everywhere because I, apparently people didn't know this and I was actually surprised. Um, I guess I just, I just assumed that people had already recognized this, but because it's old news, it's not something that we're really finding a whole lot new on. It's just, uh, really some of the stuff comes back around. People don't hear it right away. So I want to talk about uh, the vaccine as an STD, right? And I'm not talking about, you know, I've talked about the, the potential for like herpes outbreaks, things like that. I'm not talking about that. What I'm talking about is the actual transmission through sexual contact of these vaccines. Now, understand, let me explain to you how this works, right? And this is all from, from the lawyer's perspective. So, I, yeah, I've read all the medical journals. I've looked at all this stuff. I've talked to all the doctors. And uh, this is me translating their scientific gobbledygook into English, which is my job, right? That's what a lawyer does. We, we take these complex things and we convey them in a way that makes a case. So going back to 2021, we knew in very early 2021 that shedding is a real thing, right? There's no question about that. Uh, the spike protein is a, a, it's a very tiny particle. Uh, yeah, these mRNA or mod RNA or SAR, all these things, they can be shed. And they can shed through a number of different mechanisms. Skin, uh, exhaling, all these different things. And you have to understand that the way that this works is not as simple as it sounds. It's not that you get the vaccine, suddenly you're shedding all over the next day and forever. And yeah, what it is, is it, it varies a lot based on a lot of different factors. So we know, for example, when the vaccines came out that they put them out in a bunch of different dosages and it was just a shot in the dark what dosage you got because they were experimenting on the population of the world. That's what they did, that's what they're doing and that's you know what continues to this day. So. You know, if you got a higher dosage of the vaccine, then you had more spike in your system. And so you're going to shed more. If you got a lower dosage, you had less. But we know because, you know, Pfizer in their documents, the, some of the earliest documents we got, you know, they referenced the danger to, uh, uh, you know, pregnant women and things like that in uh, some of their early phase trials, skin to skin contact and just being in close proximity of someone who was vaccinated, right? So they knew about the shedding and they've, they've, they're still covering that up. Nobody's talking about the shedding. But, you know, when you talk about shedding, you've got to understand skin to skin contact and exhaling are one thing. Sex is a different thing, right? So with sex, let's think about sex and let's think about the STD aspect of things. Okay, an STD means that biological material from an infected person gets into another person through sex. Okay, when you have sex with the, someone, things transmit. They go back and forth, right? Um, and yeah, even if you wear uh, protection, even if you do certain things, there's amount, a certain amount of stuff that goes back and forth. Protection helps, but it's not foolproof. Um, and that's just the nature of sex, right? I mean, it is what it is. So when you talk about the 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 biological material that that's exchanged in that act that includes that can include viruses or bacteria which is what an std is the spike protein is a piece of a virus it's even smaller than a virus so there's no question that if that's in your system that's going to transmit right 
So that leads us to the question, what does it mean? And I'm going to start out, I want to show you this video, right? So this is Dr. Paul Merrick, and this is why it's making its rounds again, because he's, you got this, you know, brilliant researcher who's talking about this. Listen to, let's listen to Paul. Let's listen to what he's saying. Um, ready? Here we go. Question that shedding is a real thing. So what we do know, and this may be horrific, is that, you know, autopsy series have shown that the amount of spike protein after vaccination in spermatozoa is truly astonishing. So that vaccinated men that have sex with, with their partner who are unvaccinated can transfer spike protein. And we know of women who've uh, you know, had relations with their partner and have developed symptoms of spike disease. So that can happen, and it does happen. The other way is that people who recently vaccinated exhale what are called exosomes, and these exosomes are like lipid nanoparticles with spike protein. So that if you are in close contact, and this doesn't have to be close physical, it doesn't have to be you know intimate contact. It can be you know reasonable proximity to someone who's recently been vaccinated. You can inhale these exosomes and be spiked. So this, this is a real phenomenon. Unfortunately, nobody wants to study it or publish data on it. So, you know, most of the cases we know about are anecdotal, but that does happen. Okay. So what Paul's talking about is stuff that we were aware of for quite some time. And I'm glad that he said it. And I'm glad that Liberty Daily picked it up and CHD and whoever else has, you know, got it out there. Um, Here's here's some of the things that you didn't hear in there, and there's a lot to think about. So the first thing is, is he talked about, you know, exhaling, you know, close to the time that you've been vaccinated. The reason that he talked about that is uh, it is very unclear. We don't have the data or the science to tell us how long this stays in your system. And even if we had stuff, it wouldn't be accurate. The reason for that is, is, you know, the the our government and the big pharma crew are not being forthcoming about the fact that they're just experimenting on people. You know, if the vaccine was something that was safe and effective and they knew it worked, they wouldn't have had to put out all these different dosages. They did that to try and experiment, figure out what might or might not work. And so you get, you know, how long it lasts is going to depend on your dosage. If you've got a real high dosage, the amount of stuff in your system is going to last longer than if you didn't. The other thing to think about is the shelf life, right? So once this gets into your body, how long is it there? Well, they lied to us all. They told us it was messenger RNA and that was fraud. It was never messenger RNA, it was mod RNA. Messenger RNA may be in your body for a few days. Mod RNA is a different animal, right? Mod RNA, we don't know. It was designed to be more durable, designed to last longer. And, uh, you know, there's all sorts of things. Now, studies have suggested that if it was messenger RNA, it could reverse transcribe into your, your genetics permanently. With mod RNA, probably all the more likely. We don't know. See, the problem with all the lies is, is that we don't know. Unless you want to take big pharma's word on it, which if you do, you're an idiot, uh, you know, you're, you're going to have some, there's some guesswork. So what we're doing right here is we're asking questions based on what we do know. The questions that nobody else is asking that everybody seems to be afraid to ask. So tying this back in, though, uh, the farther you get from vaccination or booster, the less you're probably going to excrete from your body. In the event 
that the mod RNA reverse transcribes or does anything else, then your body could be producing that indefinitely. And we don't know what that means. Now, we also have the fact that the mod RNA and any of these RNA products came from DNA. To make that, part of that is refining DNA. That's why you see the, the other headlines that are out there right now about finding DNA in the vaccines. Of course, there's DNA in the vaccines. They, the crappy manufacturing and this, that, and other, and it's probably intentional. But that does permanently modify your genetics. So all this ties together to say that even if you're a ways out, you may still be producing this in your body. Now, while the amount that you produce is going to reduce over time, and so it may not really matter in terms of exhaling, it may not be shedding that way, and maybe it doesn't impact you on skin-to-skin contact, uh, there is no closer contact than sex, right? And if there's one thing that's going to transmit this sort of thing, it's sex. So even if you have a reduced level of spike in your system, that's going to be able to transmit through sex, right? And you know, it's unclear as to what these lipid nanoparticles, stuff like that, if any of that's transmitting. Um, you know, what Paul was talking about there was, was you know, what they found in the sperm uh, of vaccinated men. But make no mistake, it works both ways. If it's a woman, it, it's the same thing. That stuff is still in there, right? It's still in their body. So it's transmissible either way. We don't know what that does, right? So we don't actually know uh, realistically, what happens with these spikes and with this this genetic modifying material that they're putting into these vaccines once it's in you? So let's say, what does that mean in practice? Well, okay, so you've got someone who's fully vaccinated and boosted, and you go and you guys have sex. Well, was their genetic were their genetics modified by this? That's the first question I'd want to know because if they were then, you know, what does that do to your genetics, right? If anything, maybe it does nothing. I don't know. And the thing is, is neither does anybody else. But nobody's even asking these basic scientific questions, right? That nobody's even, as Paul said, nobody wants to study this. Nobody wants to look at this. The reality is, is that this is a plague upon humanity that's spreading everywhere. And what does that mean? I don't know. I don't know, folks. I know it's terrifying. I have two boys. They're 10 and 13. What does that mean for them? You know, I mean, do they got to find out, you know, if, if a potential partner was vaccinated? I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what the right answer is. Um, if you're feeling sick, do you got to wonder whether that's because you were around someone that was boosted and they, you know, they exhaled on you or they shed on you or you touched someone or, you know, and how far does that go? You know, if, you're, if your partner is someone who uh, was vaccinated or who was around a bunch of people who were vaccinated, what does that do? Is it transmissible down the road? You know, if it permanently affects your genetics, then that means your DNA is altered, right? So then there'd be a question. If your DNA is altered, to what extent is that true? Is that transmissible? I don't know. You know, I, I certainly would like to say that it's very unlikely and it probably is. But again, I just don't know. Why the hell are we screwing with our genetics? Why are we modifying our genome? What is going to happen with our kids? What's going to happen with our future? Who's going to be left after this? Right? Who's going to be left? How far is this going to go? It's absolutely terrifying 
what we're doing. And, you know, they luckily the uptake on these new boosters and everything else that's going on is, is not very good. I mean, they're, they're trying real hard. You know, you've got uh, Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift. I mean, you talk about a, a match made in heaven, the biggest sellout in the NFL with the fakest human being on the planet. Boy, they're perfect for each other. Um, you know, but they're they're being pushed right now and promoted only because of their promotion of the vaccines and this and that and other. I mean, they're perfect for each other. But where does that leave us? Where does that leave us? Now, I think that there's additional questions that need to be asked in terms of, you know, how this impacts, who it impacts, how long it impacts, all these different things. And I want to be clear here. I can't prove to you that if you have sex with a vaccinated person, that it's going to have any legitimate impact on you. What I can tell you is some of their gunk is going to get in you, and that's the way it's going to be. And we don't know what that means. We don't know how that works. We don't know what effect that has. And, you know, whether it's permanent, whether it's temporary, we don't know anything about it. And unless you trust the people who have not stopped lying to you for three and a half years, CDC, FDA, vaccine manufacturers, big pharma, big government, unless you trust them, you're out of luck, folks. You're absolutely out of luck. Uh, in terms of knowing what's actually going to happen. We all have to guess. And so you're going to have to decide how much protection you want to use, how you know how safe you want to be. It's just something that we have to live with now. Uh, it's just a reality. So I, I think this is a really big deal. And I was very surprised at uh, the fact that this was something that, well, I guess I, I didn't think that this was something that was as new as it is. You know, I, I thought this was just something that, uh, you know, people were recognizing. But I think this is also additionally relevant in the sense that, remember, the mod RNA vaccines have now been integrated in. So your flu shot and your shingle shots are now including this sort of poison. They're including it into the food supply. They're including it elsewhere. And let's not overlook the fact that, that Merrick just talked about the fact that you can exhale these exosomes. Well, they know that. Now, they also know that you can, uh, you can actually vaccinate through the air. You can aerosolize these vaccines. Were these designed to be uh, transmissible in that way? Is, I mean, is that designed to spread the vaccine? I mean, there's been research done on transmissible vaccines, right? They've, they've worked on this. How can we have this spread and self-disseminate throughout the population? Now, if you were to create a DNA-based vaccine or a vaccine that you knew was going to modify the genetics of a human being, and it was, to, it was going to uh, be put out in that way, you could theoretically create that in a way that was going to transmit. Because once your body starts has been modified and it produces whatever it is that it's producing, you're going to exhale it, you're going to excrete it, you're going to pass it through sex, you're going to pass it through all these things. And so that is a really big deal because it, what does you know what that means is that this is a transmissible thing and how far does that go and what does that do and what does that mean? I don't know. I don't know. But how many of you guys know that this is in the shingles vaccine, that this is in the flu vaccine this year? 
that they're, they've got them out there as quote unquote investigational drugs. How many of you knew that they were doing this? How many of you knew that they're moving this? If I hadn't been talking about the mod RNA in the food supply and mRNA poisons that they're putting everywhere, would you have known that? The reality is, is that no one's telling you the truth about this. There's no informed consent anywhere. There's no legislation out there that's that's prohibiting or ensuring that people know what's going into their bodies or modifying their genetics. They're just doing it. We're seeing health issues. We're seeing all sorts of crises. And nobody's talking about the reproductive issues right now. I mean, you know, they're talking about this thing about the STDs is a big deal. But you know what? What they're not talking about is the, the, the massive number of dead babies being born. Right, the 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 stillbirths skyrocketing, the difficulties getting pregnant. Nobody's really talking about that yet, but those numbers are skyrocketing, folks, because this stuff really, really sticks in the in the the reproductive system. Right, this stuff we knew early on that the women's ovaries and the men's testes were were just their their home base for this this stuff. Right, so what does that mean, and what does that do? Uh, you know, I don't know. I just don't know. I hate the amount of I don't knows that are in this segment, but they they are there. And if you don't think that these are questions that deserve to be asked, if you don't think that there's a reason to be concerned about this, then, uh, well, you're asleep. You're asleep at the wheel. There's a lot of reason to be worried about our kids and their future. If you're like me and your kids aren't old enough to be married or have found someone, there's a lot more reason. You better get off your bat, uh, butts, folks. You better start fighting. You better help us share this. I hope you go to go to rens-law.com. Go to tomrens.com. Support our Rens Law Give, Send, Go, and support the America Out Loud Network and the Tom Rens Show. We'll be right back. AmericaOutloud.news is beaten to the pulse of our nation We know when you're angry, troubled, misled, joyful, and thankful. We know you because we are you. Join us as we explore the most important issues of our time. America Out Loud Talk Radio. It's a fight for the soul of humanity. This is Jody O'Malley with Nurses Out Loud. Did you know our body is made up of trillions of cells and inside each cell, redox signaling molecules are produced? These molecules hold a sacred place in chemistry because as we age, the vital communication of our immune system becomes less efficient. For the first time ever, ASEA brings you the power of these molecules in a convenient and potent form to provide your body with the essential support it needs to thrive. Ever since I toured their facility, I take two ounces in the morning and evening, and my vitality and energy has been restored at a time I needed it the most. Go to AmericaOutloud.shop and get your exclusive 15% discount by using the code OUTLOUD. Okay, everybody, welcome back and welcome to the Stack O Stuff. Love the Stack of Stuff because it moves very quickly. Headline, New York City pledges 
more than $1 billion, with a B, uh, to pay for illegal immigrants with taxpayer money. That's right. So these illegal immigrants that have been, you know, bused to New York from all over the place and are, are here without any sort of lawful authority to be here are now, uh, well, we're, we're going to spend an extra billion dollars to, uh, to house them in some of these hotels. So you got three, uh, three big hotels, I believe. And they're going to house one point one point three six five billion to cover their housing for three years. Uh, one point three six five billion dollars, folks. We're spending one point three six five billion dollars to house these guys for three years in these big hotels. Uh, I mean, folks. One point three six five billion. Uh, that's that's like uh, that's Ukraine money, right? That's like money we send to Ukraine. You know what the hell are we doing this? Why would we do this? This doesn't even make sense. Yeah, uh, this is uh, this is doing nothing but encouraging this, and they're illegal. What the hell are they going to be here for three years for? Why would we do that? Yeah, uh, wow, wow, folks. I mean. Everything about that is corrupt and rotten and awful. I mean, this doesn't even make sense. It's so bad that a Democrat, Queens councilman, actually said the migrant crisis is involved into a financial boondoggle with quietly extended contracts fattening the pockets of a few at the taxpayer's expense. That's right. Even the Democrats realize how bad this is. Folks, this is mind-blowing. Yeah, uh, this the same Democrat Holden. He says, uh, "Let's send those migrant buses to the White House, and remember that right to shelter shouldn't be construed as global entitlement." Uh, I mean, the Democrats are actually getting mad about this. I mean, this is unbelievable, folks. Unbelievable, all because of Biden, right? I mean, I don't know, folks. Uh, yeah, this this to me, when you start having Democrats in New York City complain about something, you know it's gone south, right? You just know it's not going well. Right. Headline, globalists have another shock event planned in pursuit of the four Ds, digitalization, dehumanization, destruction, depopulation. This is the Liberty Sentinel. Uh, Liberty Sentinel uh, believes that they got some sort of a big event coming up in the next few weeks or months. And I don't disagree with them. Uh, this is one of those stories, though, that doesn't actually, uh, doesn't really say anything, right? Like, there's not a whole lot in there, but I think it's worth mentioning because they're recognizing that, that yes, you know, there is going to be something coming up. And there is, right? We know that the Great Reset's moving. We know that Harari and uh, Klaus Schwab and all these guys, we know that they're doing their thing, Right. We know that uh, we've got problems with with wars and all sorts of people. And we know that we've got the election coming and Trump is way, way, way ahead. They can't have Trump in there. You know, something's got to give, right? Or, or the whole Great Reset's going to collapse. So they're going to do something. Now, what that is, I don't know. I mean, there's going to be something, but we don't know what it is. And they cite a whole bunch of things. Uh, a lot of people are suggesting war. 
uh, which is possible. But, you know, they, they mentioned that my buddy House, uh, Brandon House, um, you know, they talked about some of these things that are happening, right? Uh, smoke from uh, rising from Idaho National Lab, nuclear weapon, test nuclear weaponry, uh, nuclear activity highest in years. Pope Francis says we're on the brink of nuclear war, etc., etc., etc. I mean, there is a lot of reason to be worried right now. There is a lot of reason to be worried, and that's the important aspect of this article because things are a mess. And I think between now and the election in 2024, it's going to be one of the most critical times in American history. I'm a little concerned for things, folks. I'm going to be real honest with you. Uh, there's, there's almost certainly going to be something. I pray I'm wrong, but I'm very concerned for what's going to happen. Now, my hope is, is that if enough of us wake up and stand up and say we're watching, that it'll scare these guys into backing down. And I don't know. I guess we'll see what happens. But I know that right now, uh, the globalists are hell-bent on taking over the world. And uh, they're willing to do about anything that they need to do to get there. I mean, it's just because if, the, if they don't get there, they're going to end up at the end of a rope for murdering millions of people with their COVID and stealing elections. And that's where they belong, uh, frankly. But that's just my opinion. All right. Headline rights group. This might be the happiest headline I have read in months. I, I literally, I almost danced when I saw this. Breaking, Washington commanders sued by Native Americans. What? So the Washington commanders, who are actually the Washington Redskins, uh, well, they, they changed their name to commanders because they are PCDBs, right? Like that PCDBs, it's like uh, CBDCs, PCDBs. Politically correct DBs. Okay, I thought I was funny. Leave me alone. Anyways, uh, so they changed their their name to Commanders because they're PC DBs, and uh, they're getting sued for it, right? So uh, here's the here's the full quote: uh, The Commanders have been sued by Native American Guardians Association, which have been trying to get the Commanders to change their name back to the Redskins. The logo on the Redskins helmet is an actual person. Did you know that, folks? Did you know? It's Chief White Calf. So there was an actual uh, Indian keep, the chief, a Chief White Calf, and that's who is depicted on the side of the Redskins helmet, right? Um, so they said, go on, it goes on and says, every time they go out in that field, they were honoring Chief White Calf, and they were battling on the football field with the same honor and integrity and courage. They should continue to honor that. They're suing after the team allegedly made defamatory comments attacking the association's integrity. I love that, folks. I love that. I hope that they sue these guys and sue these guys and sue these guys. It is absolutely beautiful to me. They're suing them for like 1.6 million, I believe, in damages. Um, I, I, who knows what else, you know, but... Uh, this is really just a wonderful, wonderful thing. I absolutely love that they're doing this. I couldn't be more excited. Did you know that there have been over 100,000 signatures calling for Washington to change their name back to Redskins? Yeah. Did you know that? Yeah. I mean, this is the thing, right? They were, they were, yeah, these PCDBs, they all ran around. I like that. Hashtag PCDBs. That, that's, that's a thing. 
I think I got a thing there. I, if, I, if, I was a, if I had a real show and real business and real this, I'd have a mar my marketing people do some PCDBs. Here we go. Um, that's pretty awesome. Uh, so, yeah, but these PCDBs, they don't care. They don't care that they were honoring, you know, Chief White Cap. They don't care that they actually had a purpose. They don't care. All they care about is, oh, it's the Redskins. It's so racist. It's so awful. That wasn't red, any of that. And by the way, just so that you know, I got a bunch of, I got some engine blood. I don't know if I got quite as much as Pocahontas uh, from uh, Massachusetts, Senator Warren. But, uh, you know, I got some engine blood in me. And my family was proud of it. Uh, always proud of it when I was a kid. Um. So I guess that means that I'm allowed to talk about this, right? Does that mean I'm allowed to talk about it? I mean, I don't know. I, I don't know. I just, anyways, I don't know how the PCDB rules work. Uh, PCDB, hashtag PCDB. I love it. Uh, I'm going gotta, gotta to see if we can make that trend somehow. I have to figure out. All right, headline, Hunter Biden sues former Trump lawyer Rudy Giuliani over laptop. That's right. Hunter Biden gets all cracked out, takes his laptop, leaves it somewhere, forgets it. Uh, you know, there's, eventually someone's like, okay, I got a laptop. Let's get ready. They look at it and, you know, somehow this is Giuliani's fault, right? I mean, his lawsuit alleges that Giuliani and his companies used his username in order to access information on the laptop and share it with other parties. Uh, Hunter alleges that the defendants tampered with and altered some of the data on the laptop. Of course they do. Of course they do. Um, because, quote, defendants are among those who have been primarily responsible for what has been described as total annihilation of plaintiff's digital privacy. Hunter Biden's lawsuit alleges they are also among those who have been primarily responsible for total annihilation of plaintiff's data. No, 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 no. Uh, his dad was in, uh, has annihilated digital privacy through the crappy laws that they've passed. And, uh, but they've annihilated it for all Americans. And Hunter Biden's just getting a little bit of a taste of what they already do to a bunch of other people. You know, I mean, it's just, I don't know. The whole thing is just ridiculous. Uh, Hunter Biden, I mean, the guy literally sniffed coke off a hooker's butt. I mean, what more can I say? No matter what Hunter Biden says or does, it comes back to he sniffed Coke off a hooker spot. That's it. That's all I got to say, right? I have done many things in my life, some of which I am exceedingly not proud. I have never sniffed Coke off of a hooker spot. I'm quite proud to say that. That's right, folks. I am uh, 46 years old, never sniffed Coke. Coke off a of hooker's butt. I'm uh, quite proud of that. I could be worse. I could be Hunter Biden. And, uh, well, there's his credibility. All right. Headline, Daily Mail. Mystery as nearly 50 school children go missing in Cleveland in September alone. Over 1,000 have vanished so far this year, an alarming trend that's left Ohio cops baffled. Uh, isn't there an orphanage in Cleveland that Mike DeWine was involved with that has ties to Haiti? No, that's a conspiracy theory. Oh, uh, it, it's just a conspiracy theory that Mike DeWine is tied in with Haiti and the orphanage in Cleveland and trafficking. Uh, it's, so don't believe that. He's actually a good Republican governor that doesn't do anything wrong. Um, but regardless, uh, there are uh, a lot of kids missing and no real explanation. 
and there's, it's sad. You see pictures of these kids that are in the article, a bunch of them missing. And it's a lot higher number missing than there should be in Cleveland. It's almost like there's something going on there. Um, I went to law school in Cleveland. I went to Case Western over there. And, uh, you know, Cleveland's an interesting city. It's really got some neat things, but it's also really got some shadiness. And, uh, I, you know, I just, it is just not a, not a, not a, there's something going on over there. This is my opinion, right? I mean, I don't live that far from Cleveland. I got lots of my friends live over there. I, I just, there's some shadiness going on there. I don't think, I, I think this looks bad, smells bad because it is bad. I, I don't know what else to say about it. It just doesn't to me strike me as a, uh, a random thing in any way, shape, or form. Um, headline, Trump, shut down government, stop the fascists. This is one of the best things I've heard from Trump in a while. That's right. Shut it down. Of course, that would mean McCarthy would have to you know, actually do something. And also, it means that Jim Jordan would have to grow a pair of balls. And uh, uh, oh, I mean uh, 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 of something. Uh, I don't really even have a good, I don't even have a good way to make up. Yeah. He's just, that was, it's just, he's, he's just a big mouth. He does nothing else. Um, Republicans lost big on the debt ceiling, got nothing. And now are worried that they will be blamed for the budget showdown. Wrong. Whoever is president will be blamed. In this case, crooked as hell, Joe Biden. Our country is being systematically destroyed by radical left Marxist fascists and thugs. The Democrats, unless you get everything, shut it down. Close the border, stop the weaponization of justice and election interference. We must have honest elections. It's time Republicans learn how to fight. Are you listening, Mitch McConnell, the weakest and dumbest, most conflicted leader in the U.S. Senate, US Senate history? He's already given the Democrats everything. They can't believe how lucky they got. We need a new real Republican leadership in the United States Senate, not a clone of Mitch, and we need it now. Well, he forgot Jim Jordan and the sellouts in the House. Uh, who, you know, are probably equally likely to back this. I mean, I don't know. Hope, hopefully some of them actually, you know, grow up spine in this and do something. But it, it's just, I agree with Trump wholeheartedly. Shut it down. There's nothing that government's doing that I'm not thrilled if they're not doing. So, yeah. Okay. Uh, MSNBC is anti-Semitic. They compare Trump to Hitler. That's anti-Semitic. Anything with Hitler. I mean... They don't compare Yuval Noah Harari to Hitler, even though he keeps talking about how great Hitler was. But they do compare Trump to Hitler. I don't really know what the comparison is, right? I mean, apparently they're suggesting that Trump is a fascist dictator type, and, you know, I don't know. I mean, I just know that, uh, you know, if, if someone were to compare anybody on the left to Hitler... They'd be roundly attacked by the ADL, um, by the mainstream. Everybody's like, oh, it's a, you're, you're making light of what happened in World War II. But these guys, they compare Trump to Hitler, and that is completely fine. Nothing to see here, folks. Nothing to see here. I don't know, folks. I just don't know. I know that the corruption is mind-blowing, and I'm tired of it. Uh, th- oh, this is a good one. O'Reilly store worker charged with murder after fighting suspected choplifter. That's right. Um, instead of high-fiving this guy for stopping a shoplifter, 
this guy got charged with second-degree murder, right? Now, I don't know. You know I, I'm guessing he went a little overboard. But uh, you know, he, he hits the shoplifters. The fight breaks out. And uh, you know, one of the guys died from strangulation. So, I don't know. Maybe he, did, he was a little bit overboard on this. I'm guessing if he choked him out to death, that's probably a bit much. But, uh, you know, the, the simple reality is, is, you know, typically you would think of something like shoplifting as an abnormally, abnormally dangerous uh, thing to do. I mean, if you, you know, if you're stealing things and doing things like that, you'd think that there might be something there. I don't know. I'm not saying that they didn't, this, this guy didn't go overboard. He probably shouldn't have choked him to death, but it just seems like this is a second degree murder for stopping a shoplifter. Yeah. All right, I like this one. This is a different take on J6. Um, just something that I agree with but haven't really talked about. It. I mean, J6 was 100% an FBI op. Uh, it was planned by the deep state. It's all fake. And until they show us all the evidence and everything else, I'm standing by that. One of the things that I think is a really telling is this article. They talked about masks, right? All of the violent guys that were supposed to be mega were like Antifa guys wearing masks. Why is it that all the guys that were going to be violent and crazy knew to have masks there? Why was it so coordinated? Why did it look so pre-planned? You know, I, I don't know. I just, uh, none of the mega patriots were wearing masks, but all of these crazy violent scumbags were wearing masks. Yeah, it's just worth noting. All right, folks, support us on the Tom Wren Show. Uh, support us at TomRens.com. Go to the Wren's Law, give, send, go. We will be back soon. 